Hello, this is Shansi Amaniyi, host of MPE's Homeschool Hints podcast, to encourage you wherever you may be on your homeschool journey. Today, we're going to discuss a frequently asked question from new or would-be homeschool moms, which is, "How do I spend our homeschool day all that time with my kids? Won't we drive each other crazy?" Maybe we don't even like to spend that much time with children, or we're natural introverts, or we've tried before on summer break and it did not go well. All I want to say at the outset is, if you have ever asked this question, you are definitely not alone. Crystal Levinson is with me today to talk more about this. Do you want to say a few words, Crystal? Hey, everybody! <laughs> I'm so excited to be here today and talk about this because when you were emailing me. And then again, I was in the car. I was thinking about just my journey with the Lord, and so I'm excited to jump into some topics today. I was just remembering the goodness of God. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> okay, well, go ahead and start. Just for people who maybe、um, don't know you yet, just a few words about how you started homeschooling, or what you were looking for, and eventually, you know, how long you've been homeschooling now, and whether you'll continue going there. <laughs> Yeah, so my name's Crystal Evanson. I'm pregnant with number thirteen. My oldest is going to be a senior this year, so I have made it. I pulled her out of private school after kindergarten, so I have been homeschooling, however many years that is. First grade now going to be a senior. I can't believe we've made it this far. Like it is the testimony of Jesus in my life. I never. Wanted to homeschool, <laughs> I went to public school, and so I was on this journey of one. I didn't really want any kids, and the Lord changing my heart and showing me how much He loves children. And then you know He takes us on baby steps in our journey. <laughs> Thank you, Lord, that you take us on baby steps. And so, and anyways, I had thought, oh, my kids are going to go to private school. There's this really great Christian private school, and I put them in there. And I was pregnant with my sixth, and my oldest daughter came home drawing pictures of our baby Elijah, and she would be like asking her teacher, "Do you think he's okay? Do you think?" And so I was like, "Lord, is she okay? Like her heart is connected." And the teachers had to talk to me, like she's just worried about her baby at home or whatever. And as I went into the conversation with the Lord, He said to me, "Crystal, I didn't give you all these children to separate them. Like they're supposed to be one another's." Family and like best friends, and I was like, oh no 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 no, that you can't mean that. I'm a super extrovert. I love being out. I want to like have a career. I wanna, and I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on.、Mm -hmm. But the goodness of the Lord in that journey, and so not wanting to be home all the time, even as an extrovert, and then not really liking kids, and still growing on the journey because He who began the work is faithful to complete it. And so I've realized along the journey that I've had to cry a lot. <laughs> Keep a stash of chocolate in my room, but that when he calls us to something and he invites us into it, he will help us. And I've cried out many times, even in one day, like you put me here, you asked me to do this, Lord help me. Like I remember in the early days, making a schedule. The schedule helped me to know. What we were gonna do next? When we were gonna take a break? When I was gonna turn on the educational movie <laughs> to have a break from them? I remember going on walks a lot because being outside changed、mm -hmm. my attitude.、Mm -hmm. You know, looking at the weather ahead of time, being like, tomorrow we're gonna go for. I mean, sometimes I go for like two miles. Like I was just like, we're doing great. Let's just keep going as long as we can make it home. <laughs> And. Making the schedule throughout a lot of years of my life、mm -hmm. has been a saving grace to actually liking them because then we can turn the page. In an、mm -hmm. hour, we're not going to be sitting here doing this. 
we're going to have puzzle time and I'm going to disappear and eat my chocolate and have coffee and reset myself because it was hard to stay home. And we only had one car. And so I was stuck. Mm. There wasn't another option. (laughs) It was like, we're all home. (laughs) Help me to find joy. And so I think, yeah, the number one thing was to just, and not make it crazy hard, but Mm. just like think about things that are life-giving and then the things that we want to do together and write them down. And then when my husband would walk in the door, I was like, oh, you made it home. We all made it. (laughs) Oh, we still have bedtime. You know, like, thank goodness we're in here together. And Mm. so... I think knowing what your family likes to do, going outside is good for anyone. Vitamin D, fresh air, taking a walk, getting some exercise, getting your heart pumping will make you change your attitude real mm-hmm. quick, especially if you're not liking it. Right. Pausing the day, being like, okay, you know what? This isn't working, even the schedule. Let's go outside and take a walk. <laughs> in the in the rain even is sometimes fun because it just mixes it up. So I feel like that's like my number one that's always – felt like an anchor is to kind of know, not being crazy about it, not like I got to fit in all this stuff, but just kind of giving myself boundary lines for the day to just keep Mm -hmm. me going. Mm -hmm. What's the next? What do I have like to look forward to? (laughs) And my kids liked it too. It was good for them to know that at 1030, we're going to get out all the manipulatives and they can put them all over the table and that's what they get to do or whatever. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think that helped me keep a lot of sanity to make it this far. That's awesome. So in the early years, would you say your schedule looked different to what it is now when you have a different spread of ages? Yeah, my schedule is a lot of flying by the seat of my pants now. (laughs) With older kids and driving them to different classes or lessons Mm -hmm. or, you know, even fitting errands in, it looks so different that I kind of, my heart is like, oh, my little kids, we miss all that really cool time in the beginning. I'm feeling a little more stretched, so it doesn't look the same. And I can write it out and I have to be a lot more flexible now because of teenage heart things that kind of come up or frustrations because the schoolwork is harder or whatever and learning how to pause and like just go have fun Mm -hmm. with them or sit down and and then you have to like be pulled with your little kids and be like, (laughs) I just need to like play Shopkins today and put all of them out or whatever. And, And so I feel like I could set a schedule now, but because my kids are young and old, Mm. it's hard for me to stay on it. And I have to just give myself like, it's okay. Giving yourself like vision Mm. helps, but then also giving yourself the, it's okay that we didn't stick to it today because what we're going after is more important. So it's just a different season and I'm still trying to figure it out. (laughs) I I wish they were all still kind of little so I could be like, we're just going to watch Word World or whatever. (laughs) It's like, doesn't work that way anymore. (laughs) Do you think a possible misconception that some people might have if they're thinking about making the switch from, you know, public school or traditional school to homeschooling is that they think I have to sit down with my kids for six whole hours or whatever it's like. And we're all going to be, you know, wrestling with this um, academic stuff together. Has that been your experience even from the get go? I have never sat down with them for six (laughs) hours one, I just can't. Yeah. Like I, so I think I put a lot of things in my like time management for the day that was like independent stuff. Because mm-hmm. the thing about kids is they love learning with the boundaries put there. Like, okay, now you're going to build puzzles. And that's learning because you're learning how to do and getting ones that are a little bit harder and kind of me taking the break. Right. You know, you have to be hands-on when it's math, it's reading, 
But science? Oh my goodness, so many things. Like, I want you to go outside and find me a ton of leaves. Okay, bye. I love you. <laughs> like, you know, just right. having that space is good, especially if you're not somebody that likes to sit down for that many hours. And they learn so much by letting them actually be free in those areas mm-hmm. where we don't have to sit with them. And we found that out when we went to school. The teacher was sitting there, but they weren't like, with us, like breathing on our, you know, papers, like, what are you doing? It was like a lot of labs in science where they just kind of walked around and we broke things and did things wrong. And they were there to help, but they weren't there like watching every move. They were just available. And so learning that, especially with little kids, they Mm want to go and pretend play. And that's still good. Right. You're like, great, go pretend play. Remember that story we read about history? Now go act it out. Always check the story before (laughs) you don't know what your boys are going to do but yeah just letting them have that space and not having six hours of sitting at a kitchen table or your Mm -hmm. school table Mm -hmm. or your couch mixing up the atmosphere and mixing up the schedule so that it's way more fun for you and for them right what have you found to be like your biggest surprises when you were first starting out as to like now when you know you've you've had several years under your belt (laughs) oh man I think that my surprises are just how are we going to do all this today I think that's all just how I'm like I don't know how we're gonna do all this or how this is gonna turn out I think those are my big things and giving those to the Lord is the best thing because he can in a moment make things grow and teach us and help and I've seen that over and over again in things that felt so big like teaching someone how to read Mm. that was really hard and like felt like this big like uh, (laughs) and I was like I wasn't trained to teach someone how to read and then I was like I don't know how to do this and we would do the book and you would get so frustrated and I don't want to do this tomorrow because that was tears and I'm angry and and just how to bring it to the Lord in prayer even he cares about that Mm -hmm. like if he cares about the sparrows how much more does he care about us and he wants us to read because he (laughs) wants us to read his word so I'm like okay you want them to read because you want them to read your word Lord so can you help me out? (laughs) You're the best teacher, like Mm -hmm. even this. Mm -hmm. And I've seen him in moments like where I felt overwhelmed, despaired, just come in when I ask him to help. And not like instantly like, da-da, I'm here. But even their hearts being encouraged Mm -hmm. and praying with them about it. Like, this is why we're doing this. And I want you to be there. And joining that and so when you have those big things that you're you're not trained for or equipped for and you know you got to get up tomorrow and do it again (laughs) learning when to pause for their heart like okay we're gonna take a break for a week or a month we're gonna not touch it for a little while and enjoy one another because our relationship with our kids is the thing that carries on Mm. but also being like okay we're gonna pray together and I'm gonna go to the person that I know is my biggest help the Lord he really will help me I'm 100% sure he taught my fifth child how to read because I did not sit with her and she wasn't like sitting at the table listening to us do our phonics. I just cried so much and prayed so much Mm -hmm. that I think that she just caught it. And it's maybe her gifting too, but the Lord sees us. Mm -hmm. And so when we take those things that are like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this again tomorrow. Lord, are you sure? And then you go to the zoo that day just to kind of give yourself a break. Going to the zoo is great. Read everything. See the animals. (laughs) I don't like going to the zoo, but my kids love going. So Mm -hmm. it's a win. 
even if I don't, you know, like it myself. <laughs> For homeschoolers, it's kind of easy to think of this, to get into this mindset of doing life together. You know, you're doing everything as a family unit. And I know that's really difficult for someone who's coming from another mindset, which is more a case of, you know, everybody's separated by age, by grade level. You do your thing, I'll do mine. How would you speak to the person who maybe is hearing about this and is trying to gather their mind around what something different would look like? I think about that question a lot, just because <laughs> that is how we have lived in this world is everything being separated especially school mm-hmm. youth group you know your kids classes at church like everybody's separate all the time and then we're trying to fight for this family thing together in homeschooling and I think that the way that I've leaned into the Lord again is mm-hmm. just like I don't actually know how to do this everyone's <laughs> supposed to go do their own thing but actually inviting the older kids to be with the younger kids mm helps encourage their heart and actually gives them a love for one another. I've just seen relationships bloom and I don't necessarily put my kids in charge of anything. Like Mm -hmm. you have to be in charge of teaching this kid how to read. The buck stops with me. I signed up to do this. Like the (laughs) Lord called me and I signed up and it's not your thing, but a lot of times they'll want to take it on after Mm. I've been like, hey, could you sit there? Can you take 10 minutes and doing it together and like stopping our schedule together, being on the football team together because we're homeschoolers and we all find our spot has knit our hearts together in a way that I didn't have when I was a kid. Mm. I didn't want to be with my family. And so I think it's a gift from God that he gave homeschooling as like this, how about you guys do school at home? Really, I want to knit your hearts together. Mm. I want the old older ones to love the younger ones and the younger ones to really bond with the older ones and everyone doesn't like being together but likes being together because you're still rubbing one another but then (laughs) you're loving one another I think that's kind of how he wanted it to be because he made the family unit right and it's special but it's it's not easy Mm -hmm. because you're with those people all the time And a lot of times our kids will say, well, can't I just go hang out with my friends because they blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, if they lived in this house, you wouldn't want to be near them either after a while because you do all see each other's strengths and weaknesses and mm-hmm. you got to work through things. You can't run away from it. And I think the beauty of homeschooling isn't they aren't separated and they can come alongside one another. And in that, he knits their hearts together. Mm. It's like a sneaky attack. (laughs) (laughs) But in a good way, of course. It's such a good way. What about like alone time or quiet time? Do you build that into your schedule as well? I mean, I knew you were saying about the the puzzle time, go and eat your stash. Do you have something more specific to each child? I feel like in the beginning... There was a lot more based on their personality, like them getting to go sit in their room or them Mm -hmm. sitting out in the living room listening to a story. But the more people that I've put (laughs) into my home and the not a lot of space to go to Mm -hmm. and they're all extroverted so it is quite interesting in my house I watch those you know reels and Instagram stories of like this is how you do quiet time with all your ages and I'm like everyone really doesn't like being quiet because it feels like time out in my house now when they were younger it was nice now it's like they're older and then like their science classes during that time or something and so We're just trying to find out, like, keeping our mornings slow and not, like, rushing into stuff is life-giving to my kids. Mm. And so I've learned to just let that go. And then at night, and for extroverts, they don't want to go and necessarily have alone, quiet time. They want to have, let's have snacks and talk about life time with mom and so just trying to find that balance but I also need the quiet time so I'll get into the car when I'm by myself or I just have some of the little kids and I take that as my quiet time Mm -hmm. and I turn on my worship music and I sing I'll cry 
you know, I'll pray and just try to use the time that I have in this chair that's still (laughs) responsible for driving. And I think that they're all kind of finding their ways without me scheduling it Mm. necessarily, but still trying to figure that out with my little kids because they're like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Like, because it's a house full of extroverts. But I know that there are a lot of people that help their kids find that way and they have the space to kind of give that to them. And Mm -hmm. we're kind of figuring it out without a lot of space (laughs) and a lot of extroverts and our ways are a little bit different. And in other words, everything works. You just have to find the rhythm. Yes. And it can just be different seasons too. Like what worked, you know, when my kids were 12 and under, it doesn't Mm -hmm. work anymore now Mm -hmm. that they're 16 and under. Like it's just pulled a little different. And so I have to step back and go, it's okay. It's a new season. How does it look now? It means I have to drink more coffee than I did before. (laughs) which I didn't think was possible because we're up until, you know, 1 a.m. having snacks and talking and that's how they're having time because they like to be with people. You were saying earlier, you know, being part of a family is you spend a lot of time with each other and you do rub each other the wrong way sometimes. How do you deal with those moments when it's like school is the last thing on your mind because you're dealing with (laughs) character training or this sibling conflict over here? I think I found out that school ends up being the last thing on my mind and I have to let it be okay okay because when I have an eternal perspective those things that we're working through are so much more important than math and Mm -hmm. not that we're going to let it go or so much more important than reading the rest of that book and writing the paper like as moms my first calling when I got pregnant was I'm a mom and to be a mom means I'm a discipler and I signed up to add on the academics because, you know, it's what we do when we keep our kids home. But going after their heart is worth every time and effort and like the conflicts or the whatever to put everything else pause. And it's hard or sometimes it's easy to <laughs> just depending on what it is. Mm-hmm. But going after that and taking the break. And it's hard when you have many kids, right. a good handful of them. They're all going through it at different times or whatever. Having the balance but realizing I will never regret taking the time to go after their heart or their mind or their relationships because eternity's perspective is the things of God are different than the things of the world. I don't want to miss those opportunities Yeah. just because I thought I wanted to check all these boxes like we're not going to finish. I don't care <laughs> if we finish. Like I'm running after you like he runs after me. I have to like tell myself that. That because I'm like, we're not going to finish. And then you show up to, you know, that science class and you'll tell the teacher, like, we were working on some hard stuff. Can we have an extra two days? I think we can finish it. And a lot of time when you tell somebody that, even mm. when you're at a homeschool level and taking a class outside a class with someone, they're pretty like, way to go. You did that. You know, like, yeah, two more days sounds great. And I mean, you actually don't have that many moments where you have to pause school, mm-hmm. but it is worth it when you feel like I really do need to pause it because I want to run with them forever mm-hmm. and not them hate me when right. they leave my house. Yeah. I want to be a family forever and into eternity. People who teach in a school, the teachers that are really gifted also do the same thing. I've seen it in my life of someone seeing me in a hard place and not pushing the academics at me, even though they're the teacher and they have the deadline, they'll come and have you meet after class and say, hey, are you going through some stuff? And they're not actually going to the level that moms and dads are going to, but they see something and they'll put it on pause. Because really a good person, 
especially one who loves the Lord, would see it and know we want to fight for them. So, I mean, it does happen even in the school system. They'll give some <laughs> movement of academics because they know right. this is worth going after. Is there anything else you you just encourage new moms starting out to, to think about or just consider um, when they're thinking about, how can I spend all this time with my kids and I've never done this before and um, I need my, my <laughs> I'm not an extrovert, I, I just need my own space. Yeah, I mean, needing your own space and being home with your kids, that is, that's hard. Mm-hmm. That's where making the schedule and the time of something that they can do and being able to walk away and shut your door and hope they don't set something on fire. Or, <laughs> I mean, I think of some of my boys, they're so, I'm like, how did you find that? But just like giving them the time so that you can walk away and shut your door, put put your music on, get your journal out, eat your chocolate, you know, that mm-hmm. when you give them their boundary, they're going to knock on the door. They're going to be like, mom, and you've got to like be okay with that. Kind of like getting up early to read your Bible and everyone's now ambushed your time. You're like, <laughs> I'm going to be so angry. Like, no, I know that it can happen because we're all here and I need to just take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, talking with our spouses about it. If we need time away from the house, maybe it's in the morning before they go to work and mm. we go to a local coffee shop and we sit there alone or out in, you know, on a walk by ourselves or when they get home from work and the kids are put to bed, can I have an hour? You know, like having those conversations with people is good because we are kind of stuck. Mm-hmm. We are going to get interrupted. <laughs> we can't go to the bathroom by ourselves. We can't like cook dinner without people telling us they're hungry. Like it's just part <laughs> right. of family, part of life. And then we're adding in academics on top of it. And the time is getting shorter for me because this is my daughter's last year. And so everything mm-hmm. feels emotional. And I'm having a baby, which means, you know, adding in these extra dynamics. I was praying and I turned on the worship music and it's so cool how sometimes you just turn on the radio and the Lord ministers to your heart again. And it was that song, I Surrender All, Mm -hmm. All to Jesus, I Surrender. And I was like, he's worthy. I will surrender it all. All of my, you know, ambitions, hopes and dreams and plans. I want to listen to his leadership again, even in this, when it feels a little overwhelming, sad, like this is the last moments of like really all of my family being together. Next summer, my daughter will launch into, there's all these different options right now, but... (laughs) She's going to leave, and that's going to change our dynamics of our family. Not, like, dynamics. Yeah, (laughs) but just, like, she's going to go, and she's going to do what's next, and she won't be with us, and I want to take every moment, like, I can't, that I can, and I just cried. I, again, surrender. I trust you. Your leadership is perfect in my life, and that is so comforting and exciting to me because he's worthy to surrender all of our, here's all my plans, here's all my hopes, here's all my dreams, this is what I want to do, and just laying it again at his feet. I was encouraged by that on the way here because I wasn't feeling very encouraged before. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to go talk about this. I feel like crying. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening. We hope you are encouraged in your homeschool journey. Please continue the conversation with us on our website, midwesthomeschoolers.org, or email us at podcast at midwestparenteducators.org. We're also active on social media if you'd like to connect with us there. Thanks to Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com for providing this royalty-free song, Wholesome, which is licensed under creativecommons.org.